Hello, and you're listening to the best drone podcast out there, Let's Drone Out. We would like to thank all of our patrons, including... Ricky Dread. As well as... Art Faulkner. And... That's it. We've only got two out of the four $12 patrons who would help pay for the editing for this train wreck of a show. If you want to get your name read out, please donate to patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Let's drone out. And welcome to another, well, an actual decent episode, maybe, because we've got someone who knows what they're doing. Uh, you're listening to Let's Run Out. Tonight, you are joined by everyone's favourite curry kitten. Hello. Michael Rowland. Hello. From that YouTube channel called Michael Rowland's, where he interviews people. The Michael Rowland Show. Yep. And the comments are disabled. Uh, <laughs> this is where the intro stops, and he talks for half an hour. Hello, Andy RC. Hello. You bought a bike, yeah? Uh, RC bike. <clears throat> you don't want to elaborate on that? Nope. Who are you sponsored by this week? Wheel spin models. Pizza is delicious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's not biting, he's not biting. <laughs> oh, he's trying to be doing, well behaved. I'm not doing the whole taking over the show thing. We've got, we've got a proper interviewer who's does a good job so i'm gonna not talk. i'm doing it now right yes. yeah yes. by doing it you're you're taking over we'll look at the stats later and see how many minutes you right. have i'm putting Andy. myself i'm putting myself on mute uh, um we're joined by my little tony who's very somewhat delicate are you still delicate no i'm all right now it's taken a while bonjour did you go to work today i did oh, yesterday you <laughs> Tony, did you then miss the one flying day of weeks from drink? I know, it was sunny all day, no wind, and I kept looking out my blinds going, ah, but I could curl back down into bed. It was terrific. Oh, oh, you know how I feel, and it's not my fault. Uh, right. So, Michael, you have been interviewing people uh, in FPV. What have you learned, and why do you do this? Um, man, what have I learned? Um, I've learned that there's a lot of normal people in FPV, and there's a lot of uh, people that think that it lies. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, why do I do it? Probably a more interesting question. I actually am super curious about why people are doing what they're doing and how they got into it. And as a result, I just started interviewing it. It actually started with Chad Capper. And um, once it started with Chad, then I was like, hey, this actually is working. My channel blew up all of a sudden. People seem to enjoy it. So I've just kept rolling with it for the most part um, for the past few months. And it's going pretty well. Okay. Hmm. So you started with um, Final Glide. 
Chad Kappa. Oh, Chad, Chad Kappa. Yeah. So the the story behind that was that I did a I did a reaction video to the um, to Tyler Brennan buying a part of Red Riot, and um, Chad and Tyler and Drew all thought it was on point. And uh, someone mentioned in the comments, "Is this Chad's exit strategy?" And I said, "I you know I don't I don't think so. I think he's probably." pretty committed to this and he slid into the conversation he was like well you can ask me and so i responded to him um hey do you want to do you want to be interviewed and uh i he was he said sure and so a few hours later i wrote down about 10 questions and i think we interviewed for two hours or so and uh i put up the videos and the rest is history so yeah i um, saw that one because that was like the the first one with the uh, Chad, yeah, and it was it was a great interview. Because we've had we've had him on the show a few times, but it's interesting seeing like a one to one because we always have loads of people here, and it you know usually descends to knob jokes rather than <laughs> serious stuff. Yeah. But uh, you 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 like prepare questions and stuff and yeah it's I've, I've been watching them all i like the uh, the final glide oz one was great because well yeah. we, we we have him on here and it's just, yeah but did he get naked you, no because it well, was they stop, they, but let me let me tell you about the we number got him naked. high heels <clears throat> you got him naked pretty much we well, got his top off <laughs> that's that's somehow i don't think that's hard to do no no no, no just tell him man he'll do it <laughs> <laughs> so i i was like you you didn't i wasn't surprised that you hadn't heard of us and in fact i was like oh thank god because like you probably <laughs> yeah because he wouldn't, wouldn't have come, have come on, on. <laughs> <laughs> well you know the, it's it's funny because i have not done a lot of research into just general fpv shows at all um, I just kind of started a YouTube channel and then ultimately fell, fell into what I was doing. And uh, so I, I feel bad because people are like, well, have you heard about this show? And have you heard about that show? And I'm like, no, I haven't. I don't know who those people are. I'm sorry. Um, We're the so dicks. <laughs> We've only been doing it four years. Yes, yeah, good. Four years. It, it just meant yeah. you had more chance of coming on. I have to say what, what I really enjoyed about your interview um, bizarrely is the fact that um, it's not like retaliating questions from you lots and lots of times you do a small sort of intro and then it's a lot of talking from the guys who, who you're talking to um, really sort of pouring our heart out and stuff that you really get them talking nicely and I, I must say and we just talked about this before we went on air we've got a couple of comments about the, the stingy vid and yep. exactly what happened there what what is the the reason for the hate as as far as Rotorite or ex Rotorite employee goes? So the the stingy video, there was actually nobody that was angry or upset or trolling Stingy. Um, and as a matter of fact, they weren't trolling me. Um, they were trolling other members of Rotorite. And um, you know, there's I have a I have a fine line um, that I won't allow to be crossed. Um, which is, you know, if if you want to attack me, that's fine. Um, but I don't appreciate it if you attack the interviewee that I have on the show. I don't particularly like that. Um, and I will often, you know, deal, do away with some of those comments. Um, though I haven't had to very often. 
Um, but in this instance, uh, things crossed a line about midway through Sunday when um, some comments of a racial nature were made about cricket. There were some comments that were made about Zoe. And at that point, I started to get a little upset. Um, and unfortunately, you know, there's a there's a group. Y'all know who the group are. Um, they started piling on and the comments got so out of hand that I eventually pulled the video. And it was honestly not my intention to stir up more drama. Um, I, I was, you know, I'm in the middle of, you know, I work, <laughs> I'm in the middle of my job and I'm having to like tend to a, uh, a, a YouTube video that's out of hand. And I, I didn't appreciate that. I didn't like it. Um, I had a conversation with Stingy and he said, Hey, listen, you know, maybe let's put it back up with, uh, comments disabled. So I did that. And I also disabled the comments on his second video, but the, the video that just went live today is that has comments open and so far so good. Um, so it was, it was really more along the lines of, um, I wanted to kind of make a stance that I'm just not going to stand for that. I'm, I'm not going to allow people to, uh, disseminate hate on my channel and it's a personal thing and you know everybody a few people have been like hey dude it's youtube you need to you need to you know just deal with it um but it's my channel and i can choose what i want to do so that's what your I did. channel your rules how come yeah. he how come because i haven't seen this thingy one yet actually but how come he was getting these comments and no one else was on, on any of the others is there some sort of inside thing that went on I, um well, go I, ahead. I think you could watch it and then kind of figure out why oh, okay. if not okay. Okay. i'll explain it to you i'll get the whiteboard out and a pen and then draw a diagram and send you some links okay so you I don't want to get the it safest you, option you don't want to get into it to the show, so it must have been something okay. It feels time for a quick disclaimer. We should say that any views expressed by any guests on this show are personal, may not reflect the views of the host or any participant of the show. Thank you, Curry Kim. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just don't know what you know. It, it, I'm trying to piece it together, but I'll watch the video. Educate it seems, myself. unfortunately, two of the the biggest companies or organisations in FPV have this sort of following that's gone beyond fandom onto some sort of religion. And I'm talking about Rotor Riot on one side and sort of TBS on another, not necessarily against each other, but whenever there's a pro or negative post on any of them, then there's this like automatic jump in, like it's a sort of religious persecution that they're all sort of attacking and then attacking back. I don't, I don't really understand the tribe mentality where people sort of group up and attack like that for, for reasons I, I can't don't know. understand. Uh, we kind of do that when we come on the show. We just group up and attack each other, you hairy... That's just bents, though, isn't uh, it? I don't mean it. That's really, that's really stuck with him, that. Actually, uh, yeah. I just, I he loves that. I'm getting him a T-shirt printed up later. I've had about five phone calls about that. Oh, just, crying. Just crying, and he's like... You have to masturbate whilst he, on the phone to he's me. He's like, I can't believe Daddy called me that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so one question I would love to know, Michael, is I'm going to skip how you got into FBV, but I want to know when you got into FBV and what 
the timeline is, what was going on in FPV at the time. So I got into if you F- know. Yeah, so I, I got into FPV at the beginning of probably February, March of 2016. Um, so I, it, to me, it appeared at that time that Rotorite had just been around forever, but apparently the, the whole show had just started. Um, the, the thing that got me into FPV was the uh, Hawaii Balls video by Chad Nowak. Um, I watched that and was immediately hooked. I was like, I want to do that. Um, so right around the beginning of t- 2016, I actually bought a, uh, a frame from Nito Frames, the sexy little beast, and um, spent hours and hours and hours building it out. Um, and then ultimately took it out one night at like 1130 at night thinking I'm just going to, I didn't know what I was doing. I put my goggles on, put it under a street lamp and uh, gave it full throttle and lost it in the dark immediately and cut throttle. And it was <laughs> the, the perfect noob mistake and uh, learned very quickly that these things are fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was, that was my first flight and it was terrifying. Um, but it was a lot of fun from then on. Hmm. So how did you get into um, FPV then? Um, so I started with, a, I walked into a friend's garage and he had a, a an old flame wheel 450 um, that was in pieces. And I said, what's that? And he said, it's a drone I never built. And I was interested in drones at the time. I thought maybe I wanted a Mavic or, or actually, sorry, a Phantom because Mavics didn't even exist at the time. And, um, I traded him a computer for the drone and, uh, the, I took it home and started working on it, but you know, this thing was massive. It wasn't FPV. I flew it line of sight. Every time it would touch the ground, an arm would break off. And, uh, I realized I was like, you know, I'm always losing visual orientation on this thing. How could I do this better? And eventually started, you know, going through YouTube and finding people flying FPV like Chad Nowak or Chad Nowak and other people and was like, holy cow, I could put a camera on the front of this thing. And then eventually realized that, oh, well, I probably shouldn't do it on a flame wheel 450. Um, I could do it on something much smaller. That's a little bit uh, more robust because it's a carbon frame. Um, so that was, that was it. Yeah, take up take up much less space as well. Those flame yeah. wheels can get pretty big, especially if you start putting retractable landing legs on them and stuff. Right. Yeah. But that's yeah. what we all flew at the start, didn't we? Was it the case of as soon as you saw uh, FPV on, uh, I guess we call them mini quads, that, that was it. It's like that we don't need a camera drone that's out the window. We want to do the swooping and the rolling and that sort of thing. Oh yeah. I mean, it was, once I did FPV for the first time, it was, I was sold. Um, and now I do, I do fly camera drones now, um, which I, you know, I, I thought I was a badass FPV pilot, so it should be super easy to fly a, a camera drone. It turns out it's a wholly different skill set. Um, but the, yeah, once you, you know, put the goggles on and your heart's about to come out of your chest and, you're you're flying for the first approximately 3.8 seconds that you can manage to keep it in the air. Um, that was that was just absolutely riveting. Um, it was it was awesome. I had one battery. I don't think I had a charger. 
Um, I mean, it was it was a disaster from the get go, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I bet I bet everyone can remember the first time they flew Acro with with like a five inch model because I certainly can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember it like vividly just because of how scared I was <laughs> because at that, at that point I'd only ever flown uh, brushed micros. That's what I like. That's what that was my thing. And I never really had the intention to uh, go, go any bigger, but I just, as my channel started to grow, people were like, Oh, you've got to do, you've got to get five inch. And I finally gave in and uh, yeah, it really, it really gets the adrenaline going. Even now it's like something new comes out and you it's, I mean, you know, not, not a lot has changed, but, Stuff gets quicker. It gets, you know, we're on 6S now, and there's all this new technology, and uh, especially when you've got something pricey in the air as well, you know. Yeah. It's a shame that I find it's really difficult because I was thinking about this the other day because I was being asked about starting off and stuff. And uh, thinking back about that adrenaline, the shaky legs, the slight disorientation of the first time you have the goggles and you turn your head and you're expecting the view to move and it doesn't, your brain does a sort of little bit of a somersault. You're like, oh, what's going on? That's really hard to recapture. And I only get it now by sort of it just going really stupid and almost crashing into stuff and just like, oh, it almost crashed there. That was that was cool. Just more danger is needed to try and get more adrenaline. Yeah, the, the, is that just me, or is that everybody else? No, as well? that's absolutely. You know, it, it's it's the it's called the hedonistic treadmill. Like you you get used to something so much that you know what used to seem impossible is now just everyday commonplace. And um, yeah, I mean now I don't get shaky flying. I don't get the the adrenaline rush. I mean I enjoy it, um, but to get the adrenaline rush, I've got to be doing something like flying way out over water and thinking I'm going to lose my, you know, three or $400 worth of equipment here or doing something that's probably questionable and I shouldn't be doing anyways. Um, for legal yeah. reasons, not talking. For legal, for legal <laughs> reasons. Well, well, um, well no, mention? For, for me, you know, if, if I'm a, a location that I know very well, then I'll be smooth as anything on the sticks, but you know, uh, you, you'll perhaps travel, especially if you're traveling really far and you get to a location and, you know, you're with a group of people, you probably only get to do like three packs and, uh, you know, you're trying to hit these gaps and comp- you, you end up sort of competing with each other kind of thing. Not competing, but you want to, you, you know, you want to get some good footage. And I, I, that's where I really get stressed out. I mean, Tony can vouch for that. You, you know, I was shaking that much at this one place. You could hear, hear my throttle going up and down as my, my, <laughs> my fingers were shaking. Right, Tone? Thank, yeah. th- thank goodness that you can cut the, the throttle sound is all I say. <laughs> like, like, did you remember your first pack you ever finished? Because I do. I think that's one of my... What, you mean finished without crashing it? Actually yeah. Landing? Yeah, man. Um, I think we all I remember. That I, I don't know that I do. I uh, actually that, haven't that finished one yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't finished one yet. <laughs> um, um, there was a there was a pack. I was actually out uh, at my father in law's house, 
and I went down to a soccer field. And I think that was the first time I ever felt like I flew a good pack. And uh, I look back and I, I was so proud of it. I made a video out of it. It's still up on my YouTube now. And it, I look back at it now and it's so cringeworthy. I mean, it's like the, you know, they're, they're, it's like just basically a bunch of flips and rolls that are at like, you know, 150 feet. And, uh, but I thought I was really, you know, breaking ground. I was going to be uh, in DRL at no point by that, by then. But, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Aries asks, uh, when was the last time you flew a plaque just with all the interviewing and stuff you've been doing? Um, that's been tough. So not only do I have, uh, the interviewing stuff that I've been doing, which is taking most of my evenings, but I've also got a job for a startup. Um, so the last time I flew a whole pack was in Orlando back in, God, it's been August now. Um, and that was out flying with, uh, some of the Red Riot guys, um, and my son. And uh, I flew a pack, which was super fun. We went to some school. And then uh, my son, we at the time, his his drone was in in not so great shape. So I let him fly mine. And unfortunately, it didn't make it through that uh, flight. <laughs> and then nobody nobody had a soldering iron. And so I got to fly one pack out in Florida. And that was it. Are you going to be in an episode then if you went out and met them? Oh, no, did, no, no, it was no, just... no, 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 are you, are no. You... Nobody. Go ahead. Are you based in Florida then, or or is literally a trip just to meet everyone? Tony done uh, that so, as well. So actually, it was a it was a trip for my son's birthday, um, and we were going specifically to go to Universal Studios. Ah, oh, um, I love it there. But I I reached out to to Capper and said, Hey, can I you know can we just come stop by and say hello? And us stopping by and saying hello turned into like a five hour hangout session with uh, him and Drew. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Um, and I really appreciate the time that they were able to spend. Cause not only was it like, you know, it was fun for me, but like my son was just, you know, he, he'll go, he goes and watches a bunch of red riot trick tutorials, pulls up the simulator and flies. And for him to be able to see these guys that he's been watching for forever, um, uh, was, was pretty awesome. And he's 12. So, uh, it was, it was a pretty epic thing for him. So, so I'm going to, uh, I've got a playlist on my channel that's like my favorites and I mm -hmm. just had a little look through to get get your sort of timeline. So does everyone remember Final Glide where he was diving down the mountain and flipping backwards and, you know, he lost a GoPro out there. It was called yeah. Proximity Redefined. Yeah. So you got into FPV after, you know, Matty Stunts was doing the 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 under the bridge he'd fly up upside down and go in between the the ridges of the bridge and mm -hmm. was doing the matty flips so you were after the matty flip got invented and you're after fpv light track you know we're putting the led light tracks mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. and then so you're somewhere around sunken city the drone uh world uh pre-track yep um the dam diving, if everyone remember FPV Life doing that. Yep. Uh, forever ch ever chasing, you yep. know, with the uh, with the trailer. That's where your timeline begins. You could call it the mm -hmm. start of the hype, is what I would call it. Yeah. That's probably where it was, yeah. 
Whereas me and Tony were... <laughs> were a lot longer. Uh, yeah. yeah, we were like... Yeah, fire was just discovered when Tony started. <laughs> and then when we started tying sticks together, that's when I come along. <laughs> In about 2014. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was when HQ props you look at them and they snap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of snapping, I, I started flying on doll props. So I never oh, got the right, Yeah. That's it. I mean, right. If we get hold of him, we're tweaking his nipples and letting him know what it's what it was like back then. Oh, it's bad man. Oh um what was that? what else? Uh, Spider FPV goes. Oh, actually, Steve FPV says, hello, Michael, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for asking, Steve. Ben, uh, ben Hyman says, non-FPV question, if Michael could interview anyone famous, celebrity or sports person, who would it be? Dead or alive, though? I don't know. Oh, okay. Whatever you want. Now, you if, want. If, if, let's just assume alive for a moment. Um I would probably, and this is totally because I'm a I'm a fan. Um, probably either Peter McKinnon or Cody Warner, just because I think they would be a great interview. Um, if it was dead, um, I think I'd want to go back and interview Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, that's a good one. Um, do you, Did Jack just say Andy Arcia? Yeah, Andy. Why haven't you? Here's, here's a good one for you. Uh, why haven't you interviewed Andy RC or anyone English? Are you racist? Hold on to that. That's a loaded No, 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 no. The, the answer, the answer is is yes. That's how the show works. I, no, no. My favourite was I asked him earlier, and he was like, "Who's Andy RC?" James Cheryl's just no, so that's exactly what Jack said when they said, Shall we get Andy RC on the show? He said, Who's Andy RC? Because and and there's a I knew who you were, I went up to you and sprayed you with suntan lotion. Yeah, this was before something, Jack. Let let, let him talk. Sorry, what were you gonna say, Mike? Uh, No, I, you know what, um. As you know, us Americans are very nationalistic, and um, I've I've only interviewed one French guy and somebody from Poland. Um, no, seriously, I I actually have uh, had a few people mention to me that I have not had a lot of international. There you go. I've not had a lot of international um, uh, folks on. It's been very U.S. centric, and I'm not. Uh, I'm going to try to correct for that. So, Andy, maybe you can put yourself on the clock that. Uh, at some point, we're going to have International Month, and I'd love to have you on. Well, any well, of you. Let, let me ask a follow-up question to that, Mike, because yeah. now, you know, now your channel's blowing up. You, you must, um, people must be quite willing to come and talk to you. Are you getting anybody that's said no yet, or are they all pretty friendly about coming on? Um, I have had a couple different no's, and most of them were caveated with now is not the right time. Um, and I, I'm not going to divulge who. Um, cause I, I don't want to jinx it for the future. Um, but there have been, a there's been one specific person that, uh, responded back that said, no, um, there's been plenty of people that, that I asked that said that just never responded. Um, you know, like I've asked Johnny, Johnny share, Hey, you want to come on the show? And like, I never, never heard back from him. Uh, well, he's, um, he's very busy though. Yeah. yeah we, well, and, and 
you know, sometimes when I get start, I, what I typically do is I go through, I'll, I'll put like four or five people together in a two week span and interview them all at one time and then, you know, stretch that out over a month. Um, so, you know, I'll reach out to a bunch of people at one time and just say, Hey, you know, you want to come on this Tuesday, you want to come on next Wednesday, how do you want to do this? Um, one person in that whole time period has said, not right now, it's not a good time for me. Um, and for the most part, everybody that has responded has in some way, shape or form come on the show or been willing to come on the show. Oh, that's good. Cause we yeah. get a lot of non-responses as well as I'm in bed by then and I don't want to stay up, which is uh, <laughs> one of well, the best excuses. Bearing in mind he was in the UK and it's only 8.30 here. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> I'm mentioning no names. To be, to, be fair, to be fair, there's not many people we haven't had on the show. Really... If, if you get Sharpoo on and you don't ring me, Monkle, I consider you not a friend, <laughs> by the way. I'll just put that out now. I, I will Sharpoo, you down. He is, he is one of the no answers. He is. I've reached out on. I, on one I've two had occasions. two emails off him. Like, yeah, I just went no. If they can't get no, him on road to not. riot, then he's not going to come on here, is he? Let's face oh, it. I'm. I'm tempted to stalk him and be like, "I'll go away once you come on my show." He's too busy working on Toy Story Five. So. Why don't we just you get said a bank on to him? He can oh. stalk him down and do his do his internet but stuff. But the question. The question is, if you get Charpu, do you have to end the show? Yeah, I think so. You can't. Oh, can you beat that? Can you top I mean, that? You, yeah. What do you do? What do you do after that? It's like, who's going to want to come on after Charpu? I, mm. I feel sorry for you because you probably won't be able to get. Um, do you know, like, someone I do wish you could do. I done a I done a, in, a solo interview with Boris B, and I feel like um, I. I, I felt like I totally messed that up because I added some of the after chat in it because it was really funny. And mm-hmm. it was, you sort of got to see a side of Boris that you you never did. I don't know whether it kind of like, but I ran it by him first to be like, yo, are you right with this? And he yeah. said, yeah, he said it was fine. But, and then he just got deep into the code and no one's really heard of him since. It was him who made me fly. I was drunk one night, believe it or not, and uh, yes, I was. Uh, I watched him flying over some trees, and I was like, "I'm doing that. Got to do that." That that's who got me flying. Can I? Can I? Can I, can I ju- just ask? Has um, do do you have sort of a past of interviewing people, or or did it just sort of happen because you're very natural at it and prepare very well? It, it's almost like you know you have a past to doing it or is it was it just something that came natural and it you know yeah so i um i had uh along with the guy who's now my ceo interestingly enough um i had a podcast called tech moonshine and we went for about 25 26 episodes um there was a lost episode in there unfortunately um we would just it was just general tech it was a podcast it wasn't video um, but I, I learned the interview skill from that. Um, and then I, you know, I've also, because of where I've worked, been through a lot of interview training, um, which is most of it's crap, but I've pulled a few things from it. Um, so, but I mean, a lot of it is just ask people a good question and let them talk. And when they talk, they just keep talking and it normally works out pretty well. So 
Everyone's favourite subject is themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Mike, a question following on from one of the, the stingy questions you asked about, and it, it, it you said it yourself, you sort of were quite sad about it because it sounded like really he was going to have to go back to being a commercial airline pilot. Not that that's a bad career. Oh, what but, a shame. But you, you've talked about like, you know, is it possible for me to give up my full-time job and, and do, you know, something that you love? But how did you sort of feel after that? Do you, do you feel there's actually a career to be eked out in FPV? just like on YouTube or whatever. That's a tough one. Um, so the, the stingy video, the stingy interview, let's, let's talk about the interview as opposed to the videos that came out of it. Um, the stingy interview left me sad in a sense, because number one, I mean, I was ecstatic to be able to talk to stingy. I mean, you know, everybody loves him. He's got a great personality. He's one of the original OGs from Atlanta I mean, he's just, he's super well-known and he's just super personable. And then to all of a sudden hear that, yeah, this FPV thing isn't really working out. I'm probably going to go back to my old job. It's, it's, it's a selfish sadness, right? Where like all of a sudden I'm like, man, maybe I'm not going to see a lot of stingy videos in the future, or maybe um, he's not going to be around as much, or he's not going to be there to innovate. Um, and then there's also the sadness of is it if if this guy can't make it, can other people make it? And certainly people are making it, um, but the the profession of FPV is changing and moving away from kind of the gorilla skateboarder style FPV that I think we're all used to. Um, and we we actually cover it in the last episode that we're on now, where you know it it ultimately devolves into access. If you have access to a great location or to somebody that's making a movie, then you can make it in FPV. Uh, but it's not about the building dives anymore. It's not about the heyday where all of a sudden somebody's, you know, I mean, Tommy's Duga dive, for instance, right? Like there was access there in terms of being able to get to Chernobyl, but there's only one Duga dive. And yeah. that was awesome. And all that stuff has kind of been done. So where does the hobbyist FPV go now? And um, so hearing Stingy say, yeah, you know, I'm going to go back to being an airline pilot or that he might. And I don't, I don't know that he's made this decision yet. Um, was for me, it was just one of those, okay, maybe this is a hobby and it's going to stay a hobby for a lot of people. Um, but I know, you know, the first two years that I flew, I wanted it to be my job, right? Like I'm a, I'm a software engineer. I make great money, but man, if I could make like half the money and just fly FPV all the time, that would be great. Um, and, you know, hearing from Stingy that that's not, that's not in the cards for him, maybe. Um, it was just a sobering moment for me. Yeah, it used to be on the cards and then everybody jumped on the bandwagon and, you know, so... It, it, it's kind of like a, a pyramid scheme, I guess you could say. You know, the the, the more people uh, that think that 
are inspired by people, you know, doing these sorts of things like freestyle videos and stuff. Oh, I'll do that. And, you know, the, the, the monopoly is spread out and the, the OGs don't get so much of the cut because that is just, it's an inundated area now, you know, there's so many, I mean, that's a good thing. But when it comes to uh, making a career out of it, um, I wouldn't advise it. Would you, Wayne? <laughs> no. To put it in perspective, I, I make about one-tenth in a good month of what I made as a software engineer. But on, on, on the flip side, I mean, I've, I feel the positive thing out of that might be that when you're making videos purely for the love of just doing it rather than thinking, I've got to put videos out because I've, you know, I've got to put food on the table – you, you might get better results off there. Of course, you might not get as many videos or as, as, as many innovations or product development, but at least, you know, it'd be done for love. This, um, th this was a problem that uh, I came across quite a lot um, because when I started YouTube, monetization wasn't a thing. Affiliate links wasn't a thing. I was doing it because I didn't have enough space on my hard drive to put my flight videos on there. That was literally, you know, the reason. YouTube um, cloud storage. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's what it was. Yeah, um, and it it, pro it progressed from there. But now, I get I get like emails saying, "How do I get sent free stuff?" And I'm like that's not how it works if if you're <laughs> if you're going into it with the intention of i'm i want to make this my job that it's never going to work because i think for for me it was kind of like a, a stopgap and still is and i think it's it will eventually like come to an end um you know, because it'll it'll just get more flooded. I think there'll just be more people doing it and stuff. But I, I'll still make videos. You know, um, but it's the people who will, you know, who say, "Oh, I'm gonna have to stop making videos if if I haven't got X amount of patrons." No, I'll still do it. I mean, I probably couldn't dedicate as much time to it because you've got a full time job. But you do it for the love of it. Do it for the love of it, not because you know you want a free you, you want a way out of your day job you know because it, it, it put it's it's really difficult to even with the hundreds of thousands of subscribers you know unless you've got product that is the that's the key if, if you look at the people who are successful they have product or having their name on a product and they're getting quite a bit of kickback from that uh, yeah, Mike. Um, how? What was the deal with um, the uh, hype trains for you? The so that are you talking Speaking to the, the product? Yeah, that yeah. I, I I quit you hype trains. Them. Um, well, the blaster. Well, I had the I had the no no not the hype train. So so here so first off, um, I've got them back on. Um, I gave them, I'm giving them, can y'all see that? Yeah. You know, I, I like the fact that that GoPro man has definitely been in the mud. <laughs> That's why I know it's most <laughs> off. Well, you know what? You get, a, you, get a, you get a GoPro mount printed in white. It's not going to look pretty after one flight. It's just, <laughs> no. I was like, man, I'm going to have a quad. Talk us through your rig. Red and black. Hmm? 
Don't go see All right, so um, I'll talk you through. I'll talk you through this one. Um, so this is uh, the MB Primos 2207 2550s. Um, I've got whatever camera I had at the time on the front of it. Um, uh, I have the X Racer F303 board up there. Um, and the Red Rotor OSD, which is my favorite OSD. And that's old school. I don't know if anybody even remembers that stuff anymore. Um, I fly really old equipment uh, because I just don't have time to build. And so I typically tend to just repair, re replace with like. Um, I've got, uh, I don't know, I don't even know what this VTX is. And then this is uh, uh, the what's the really small um tyrannus module for quads um and then my escs that's an, that's an rxsr from what i can see oh, yeah. it's, got, it's got the plug yeah. on it and then um uh my escs i think are uh speedix speedix 30 amps um and that's it it's not complex it's not there's not a lot to it um i still fly the five the session five um and yeah i actually this one's really fun to fly with the um s3 props um because uh the the high the high kv along with the uh, low pitch prop means that it everything responds really well um the original rotor riot high train motors were probably my favorite motors of all time um but i had the v1 which had the bell issue where if you just looked at it funny that the bell would break um <laughs> Apparently that has been fixed. I put my money back into it. I did not get a get a set for free. Um, went ahead and bought a new set, and I'm looking to. I actually took that quad out to remaiden it um, the other day, but forgot that the motor direction from the um, uh, from the silt the uh, original. Where, where are they? Um, from these bad boys is the polarity is reversed on these versus the, the hype trains. Um, so I didn't actually get it in the air and I just haven't had a chance to actually reverse the ESC direction on it yet. So, mm -hmm. um, were they, were they steels? Yeah, those are steels. Yeah. yeah. V, V1s as well. They've got bottoms these are, on. Yeah. These are V, these are V1s. Oh man. With a chewy shaft and horrible yep. sounding bearings. Yep. Oh man. That's the, yeah, uh, good on you, Mr. 2016. <laughs> I'm still flying that equipment, man. Oh man, Tony, you remember when that stuff was dug out of the ground as minerals? Did, uh, did we still talk about doing that challenge? Get get the old quads down. If you've got my, I've still got my one from like 2013, let alone 2016. Oh, wow, which yeah. will fly the Gem Fan 5030s. Woo. I, I've got a, I've I've got an original tricopter V1. You know the V1. Oh, obviously I've got the tricopter. Nobody yeah. can fly that thing anymore. It's like right. trying to play a brick. And we we redone Frank's Rat's Nest, where we got the uh, what were they called the the BL Heli ESCs, but they they're not BL Heli, made by Emacs. They're twelve amp, and like you're attaching them to the programming points and like actually flashing um, BL Heli on there. Yeah, I to do yeah. that on my don't, they they don't have um, damn the lights there's no braking on them uh it was attached to a oh what what, what the hell was that frame called oh what, we, we took about the zmr yeah the zmr yeah wow oh god yeah ZMR. yeah v1 zmr 12 amp ESCs. 
I mean, there's people in the hobby that don't know what a Simon K ESE is. I think Michael might have just dodged that. No, I actually had Simon K ESCs on the F the uh, flame wheel. Oh, good. Oh man, was, I know was, they were dark yeah. days. Um, Spider FPV asks, does he know West Pride FPV? I do and, not know. And Ben Sweeney goes. How did you reach out and to the Rotor Riot guys in order to uh, get the whole current set of pilots? Richard Warwick asks, who is Simon K? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you Thanks. know what? The, Thanks, the, 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 the Rotor Riot guys, um, I had had a couple just brief chats with uh, Chad Capper um, and one or two chats with um, Drew. Uh, back when Drew was flying for MQC. Um, and uh, uh, so I had the contacts. It wasn't like I talked to them on a regular basis or even knew them. Um, and then once uh, once Chad came on my, my YouTube show, um, it just kind of took off from there. Um, and then once Chad came on, then I had Drew, then I had Tyler. And I've, I've gone through quite a few others at this point, so... People are complaining that nobody's talked about knobs. <laughs> oh, man. Michael, you're allowed to talk about knobs or religious reason not? Um, you know, I I prefer to keep my knob where it is for the most part, but uh, I, I bring it out for my wife periodically. So. Just, uh, uh, tells me the, uh, the slang is being American, but normally we get a confused look. It's like, what is, what, what are you, what's a knob? Have I, do I have a knob? What's going on? <laughs> have you got or, or can you reveal if you've got any guests of note coming up soon that you want to talk about um so the you know what's interesting is october i dedicated to folks that were not as well known um so next week you guys should see mike chin um he's got a little bit of notoriety but the guy works tirelessly behind the scenes to make sure that people are supported um i'm probably going to have Derek brown on uh, the second week of October. And then um, the third week of October is actually a local guy, a friend of mine named Rob Garland. Um, he goes by Loco FPV. And uh, he, uh, the whole idea is, you know, somebody asked me, they were like, what are you going to do when, when you run out of all the famous people to interview? And I was like, well, there's plenty of stories to be told that are not from famous people. Um, so why don't I go ahead and start telling those stories now? Um, so that's what the next three weeks looks like. Um, after that, um, I don't know. We'll see. I typically, Andy RC, Andy RC should definitely be up uh, there. I'm not that interesting. I don't think there's but, a guy oh, called Painter 360. He, he will talk forever though. If, if you get, you know, just yeah, ask him one question. you want to know it all hey, forever. <laughs> Look, he's smiling. I'm just not. I'm <laughs> he's trying. He's trying so hard not to talk right I'm now. I'm not talking tonight, guys, because you just have me all the time on it. So <laughs> I don't get to speak to a lot of people in the week. So you know, it all just pours out on this show. You know, I I sit in silence for a week, and then Thursday happens, and it's like verbal diarrhea. You know. It'll be good on the show, Andy. You'll do it. 
I'll do so it. I can, I'll I do have, it for sure. I can have Andy on, and the best part about having Andy on is that I'll just ask him one question, and then he'll he'll just carry the show from there. Yep. Yeah. If you if you want a night off, he is like one of those wind up monkeys. He just <laughs> a few turns, and then it's just clash, 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 <laughs> clash, clash. Brilliant. <laughs> Job done. Like Jack rings me like every other day, and then when I hung up the call, I was like, "I'm not sure Jack actually spoke." (laughs) (laughs) He's usually speaking to someone else when it's so. Well, he does that, doesn't he? You're on your phone, and then he's wander off into a chip shop or something buying chips, and then you're like, "Are you talking to me? Because I ain't got no bloody chips. What are you talking about?" And then realise he's talking to someone else. Yeah, that's Jack. I get easily distracted. David Winderstall, you should chat to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could hook him up with David. Oh, lovely man. Well, unfortunately, David lives under EU domain, so passing his information on will be a breach of GDPR or whatever it's called. (laughs) So uh, I can, if I can take your details, I can pass it on to David. That Um, sounds great. Uh, who, who? Oh, Sharpoo. Do you reckon you'll ever be able to get Sharpoo on? I, I don't know. I can try. We um, want to get. We want to get Peter as well, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Lots of people are saying. What about um, Bruce Simpson, who, who keeps not responding to our emails about coming on this show? We he knows Bruce, who we are. We had Bruce him in the chat. And it wasn't his judgment. That was his real account. Sorry, Michael. Yeah. Bruce is. Bruce is tentatively scheduled. Actually, I I, I should have remembered that. So wow. he he may be coming on in November. I'll put a I'll tell him to come respond to your emails. Uh, the the problem with with Bruce is it's it's six a.m. when we we start there. You know, so well, I'd, uh, I'd move the show just one night. Him and Sharpoo can do whatever they want. You <laughs> could do uh, you could do Stu as well from UAV Futures as well. You know, I reached out to him, and unfortunately, the email thread just kind of went quiet, um, and, I, and I haven't re- revived it yet. I think he, at the time, I think he was going through a move, and there was some other stuff going on. Um, so Yeah, he's had a lot going on lately, yeah. That's, so, that was my take on it. It seems it, like he's settled out down now, though, so maybe, maybe now is the time to... He's coming on somebody else's show. I can't remember who, but I heard about him going on someone else's show. All right. Yeah, he, he popped up here briefly, didn't he, in our Christmas show? Christmas. I got him on at Christmas, yeah, just mm-hmm. for a little short while, yeah. Because uh, yeah. he, he's, he's got uh, a, a young child, so he get, gets up early. So those are the yeah. ones to go for. Like we have uh, Thomas and BMS, where they get up early, so we can just yeah, about get them on. I tell you who I would love to talk to is Blackout in Metal Danny. I keep hearing those names come up. You know, those are like, those are like, you know, you talk to Chad Nowak and he's like, oh, well, there was this guy blackout. And then you talk to everybody else and it's like, oh, the blackout frame. And then you hear people talking about Metal Danny. And I'm like, I wonder, and, and Boris is another one, like, a lot of times tracking people down is the hardest part of getting Yeah, the show. a lot once of those. You, once you, they once disappear. you get to them. Metal Danny seems to have retired from flying. And yeah, of course, the blackout frame was the really first mini quad that came. Yeah. Was there and everybody jumped on it. That's that's what really turned it around. Because before then, we were all flying 450s, trying to fly through trees and stuff, which is interesting. They don't fit that well. No, that's like flying an 
class threes. Tony, have you done that? Uh, over them, not through them. Coward. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, Tony's off to somewhere. I'm going I don't to know if you're allowed to talk about that. I'm going to Texas. Yeah, with his old ex-class. You're going to fit right in, Tony. Yes, well, I should be meeting Zoe and a few other the, the guys over there. So. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Cool. Make, sure you, make sure you vlog that, Tony. Yeah. I remember I remember going to Texas and, and going out for dinner because the last it was a work thing and the last person that came was a vegan and they couldn't quite work him out there. Like this is a new thing. It's like we're going to an all you can eat ribs barbecue. What what do you want? <laughs> just like salad. It's like Can I just have some chips, please? Yeah, pick pick your restaurants carefully would be my advice. Yeah. That'll be alright. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh but we're going to Farmersville, Texas. Um, it was a X class invitational do. So yeah. Is this a, so? So it's a paid trip then, is it, Tone? Or have you got um, a- the? Um, well, me and Martin have paid for our flights because I'm taking fossil stuff. Me and, uh, me and Martin are going together. And oh, awesome! The oh. where we're staying has all been all been paid for. Yeah. Look at that! Look, nice. in the chat, there's a guy called Long Range FPV. I think that might be a good lead to uh, Metal right. Danny. Liz, 50k from my house. Long range. Hit me up on uh, YouTube Messenger and let me know who you are. Metal Danny's address. Is, is YouTube got a messenger? Yeah, we like, found it that time. Do you remember? And then we couldn't work out how to get the messages. Facebook Messenger. Damn. Yeah, Facebook yeah, Messenger. Yeah. Hang on. Um, I'm looking at a YouTube window. So if you if you hover over him, you'll get the three buttons there. Right click okay. on that, uh, uh, yeah, left click on that, and it'll open, and it was like, go to go go to channel. And then maybe he might have yeah, some info. Right. He's only got 55 subscribers, so if you want to, uh, if you want to give him a follow, oh, view email address. There you I go. I don't have that, so that is, I think that's on your side. Exactly. Uh, maybe you need to make him a mod, Jack. Oh, oh, I see the. I see him now. I see. Hold on, I see the. Yo, it's in the. It's in our chat now. The little, the little triple thing. Yeah, man. Maybe ah, getting leads, fishing on our show, Michael. How is? <laughs> um, that was a question from someone else earlier. I think it was Ben Sweeney. Goes, how are you finding it being the interviewee? Um, you know what? It's fun. I mean, it's 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 enjoyable. Um, you know, I, I came out if if it was a. Uh, complete and total uh you know if you guys were coming after me or whatever i was going to just turn the tables and start interviewing y'all but uh it it seems to be very mellow and very works out very well so i don't mind answering questions yeah i mean i'm one thing i'm like one thing i enjoy that other people might not necessarily get enjoyment from um on a personal level is that i've interviewed a few people and it's interesting because I got the perspective of when it was all happening and then you interview them and you get other bits of information that they didn't tell me at the time. Yeah. And stuff like that. And that's really interesting. Like, well, and then you're... there's the, and then there's the after show. Yeah. Was, oh man. Most that's of our, I'm... most of our best moments are not ever recorded. Yeah. It happens afterwards. <laughs> where, because yeah. like it's a little bit, you know, you know, you're live, but as soon as that's gone, it's like yeah. all of a sudden everybody relaxes and 
things open up. Yeah, so uh, we, I, find, I think, we find that the same. Yes, we found out some inf- interesting information. Yeah. Uh, Andy RC, after one show, you, you found out that he was into country, country and western singing. It's that, that blew my mind. What? Shut up. <laughs> what? Who's, in, who's into country and western? You are. Singing? I like a bit of Shania Twain. Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> That's about as far as it goes, though. Have you got Have you got any questions for us? Like other than you don't know who we are, Jack. I know. We know Andy. Everyone knows Andy. I didn't. I not Everybody knows Andy. Really? Do they? Cool. I, think, I, I mean, yeah. I've name been, name I've one after, one, Name one thing he's reviewed. I I, I can't answer that. <laughs> 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 Though Jack. I have, you know what? I can say this. I have seen. I have seen Andy RC over in different Facebook groups. People mentioning you or saying things about you so yeah the the name definitely comes through you have some some amount of notoriety that reaches across over here well um, my, sure my probably the the one thing that keeps me going is we had johnny fpv on the show and he said i got him into fpv so that's all that's i awesome. need that's yeah. all i need and i watched i was like watching a video and he was uh, sat next to alex alban because uh, I'm a big F1 fan, uh-huh. and uh, he was, uh, I think the video is called uh, FPV Drone Against Formula One Car, and I was like, mm-hmm. man, that's Johnny, you know. I was, I was like, I, it probably, I, I think, I think he may have, <laughs> well, I think he may have gotten into it anyways, you know. But you know, right. it was nice to know that he was watching my little Hubson videos that I was making years ago, you know. Planted the so, seed there. He was so crying and said, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do have a question for y'all. I do have yeah. a question for y'all. You guys have been going for four years. How haven't I killed Tony? <laughs> how, well, how, I mean, you know, like I, I, I know the amount of effort that goes into just one of, one of my weeks, right? One, one show. Um, how have you guys managed to keep it up for four years? Because there's definitely a lot of energy that goes into something like this. Well, this, that, well the, this is the this is where you have is wrong because we have no plans whatsoever. <laughs> we don't pre- <laughs> we don't prepare anything. No, it looks a lot, Frank. No, Frank, it's, it's true. Michael, this show at its best. There's been actual questions. There's been thought. Normally, it's just us lot just hanging out because we all live in different parts of the country and we don't get to hang out together. So most of the time we do just talk about random subjects with the occasional drone bit thrown in. If there's a, a nice guest. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, here for, I'm here for the people who tune in every Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but not me, not my friendship. No. Not that. Literally. I handed this guy a present and he goes, no, that's a sheep dildo in front of these, <laughs> these women that I've never met before. <laughs> and I was like, it's not a sheep dildo. And then this woman was like, you wrapped that. Where's the tape? And I'm like, you don't even know me. Like, that was the first thing she Sorry, said. I'm already confused here. Is this a dildo in the shape of a sheep or a dildo designed to be used by a sheep? I'm Tony. confused. <laughs> So, so Mike, just, just, just so th- this is what it's like every week. Yeah, not, what, that, that last thirty seconds goes. That on was it. That hour. was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> once once we start talking about sheep dildos, it's all downhill from there. No, but we haven't answered my, we haven't answered his question, and and that is Frank, uh, answer the question. Andy, stop talking. Yeah, but Frank, no one can hear Frank, can they? Oh, what you asked the question, Jack? You started it. Um. Oh God, uh, Andrew slash Frank's um organization. Um, it's a collection of meeting up your friends. Uh, I wanted to record FPV and our journey through it. And I think that, you know, a lot of people have come and gone and I'm glad I've done that. We've done that. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an online pub where you meet all your mates once a week. Yeah. And it's a way for me to be like, you know, show off my friends. My friends are awesome. You know, they... They they keep me going, you know, and uh, and it holds me accountable if I do ever murder Tony. We we are lucky enough as well that even though like England's quite a small, well, the UK is quite a small place. I mean, it feels big to us, you know. Like it, it's a it's a four hour journey for me to get to Jack, which in America you're probably like four hours. What? Like you know. But yeah, that's, to that's still in my state. Yeah, exactly. But you know, if if my car makes it to four hours, I have to give it a little clap when it gets there because it rather than it's cool, not. Isn't it? Yeah, it, it's very. You know, it's on its last legs. Bless it. So uh, should we should we should we call it there before Frank kills us? Right. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on the show, Mike. It means a lot. This was great. Hopefully we learn something tonight, lads, about interviewing people. I I was on my best behaviour. I I only asked you about this one. If we learn things, we have to give Joshua Bardwell a cut. Yeah, you're not allowed to say that word anymore, Jack. What? So if we learn something today, we have to give Joshua Bardwell a cut of the money. Yeah, well, you know, he... Get a haircut again, Jack. You hairy f- <laughs> there you go. That's another swear word. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, thank you. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you to all our patrons who keep this show afloat and stop Andrew from Fla- Andrew slash Frank from killing me. Tonight, you've been joined by Andrew slash Frank, who you can't hear. Hello. I'll turn you all into biscuits. That's what he said. Um, uh, Daddy. Goodbye. Michael. Thank you for having me. Andy RC. Good night, everyone. And he really did enjoy his present. Tell him what I gave you. You gave me a second-hand wrapped-up bicycling pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge. And beer. And two beers. Yeah. And, and a handmade card. Oh, the card was the best. And it came with a voucher. <laughs> was it? Is that was a cut-out voucher that I can use? Yeah, it's a legal Excellent. binding document. It was witnessed and signed and everything. What was it a voucher for, like a free... Find out next week. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out, the best drone-based podcast on the internet. We would like to thank our patrons, including... Mikey Dread. And also... Art Faulkner. And lastly... That's it. We've only got two of the four Patreons <laughs> that, that don't hate to have their names read out. So... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
if you want your name read out, go to <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Telemetry lost.